Welcome to Invoking Witchcraft, the podcast where the sacred and profane come out to play. So call the quarters and set the round. It's time for another episode. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Invoking Witchcraft. My name is Britton. I'm one of your co-hosts and I am here with Jay Allen Cross. Very excited to be here as always. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Jay? You know, today I am tired because yesterday was pretty amazing. Um, I went to a concert for the first time in a really long time, yeah. which was very exciting. Um now, are you a fan of Tori Amos? She's all right. I don't like, <laughs> you know, it's like, like not my go to, you know, I appreciate her. Right. So it's like I, to be honest, have zero connection with Tori Amos, but my husband mm-hmm. is obsessed with her because, you know, we're gay. And that's kind of like a a rule. One of you has to be obsessed with Tori Amos. That's just mm-hmm. that's just how like, yeah, it's the laws. I don't make them. Um, but so he got <laughs> he got tickets and was like, do you want to go with me? And I'm like, sure, because like I have I have nothing against Tori Amos. It's just I I just never listened to her. Right. Same. That's right. The boat I'm in is I'm like, yeah, I've I've heard maybe a few songs, but yeah. Right. Like if you ask me to name a Tori Amos song, I, I'd probably panic and say Weathering Heights and then get shot because that's a Kate Bush song. So and oh you don't you don't you don't and mix Kate those Bush two is up. Popping off right now? She is. But see, okay, so in honor of Gemini season, <laughs> whenever anyone brings up the song Running Up That Hill, because it's like everywhere right now because of Stranger know. Things. Like anytime someone is like, oh yeah, running up that hill, I go, oh you mean that Tori Amos song? Just to like watch the world burn. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah my jaw dropped. <laughs> Right, exactly. Because <laughs> just for pure chaos purposes, but um, but see, that's also why I felt kind of weird going to this concert because I'm like, Tori Amos is kind of like um, like Dave Matthews Band, where it's like people who are into it are really fucking into it, right? And I, this is I understand that because I used to be a huge Dave Matthews fan when I was like 14. I was obsessed, uh, yeah. but I'm not anymore. So I've just I'm like very far removed from that culture. But, you know, right. he had some hits back in the day. It was good. It was good. And so, like, I felt like, I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to know that I'm, like, not one of them? Like, I don't right. know. Like, are they going to know that I'm not, like, invested enough? And, like, I don't know what's going to happen if I go to this concert. <laughs> um, but I went. And let me tell you, it was pretty badass. I bet. I, like, Homegirl is talented. Um, she, like, and I'm talking, she had four pianos that she was playing. She had wow. like a big old like Steinway thing going on and then like a keyboard on top of it. And then behind her was like a synth and like another keyboard. And she would just straddle the bench in the middle and play one piano with one hand and like the synth with the other at the same time. And not even like as a finale piece, like from the beginning. Wow. Yeah. Home she's just, just a piano wizard. Like, yeah. Four pianos at once. And I'm like, I am impressed. <laughs> wow. And you know, also, there, there's a little. Our girl's a witch, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's there was some very spiritual tones to it. And like, so my husband like reads all of her books and shit. And apparently she talks a lot about these like spiritual goddessy 
things in the books. I don't know. I haven't read them. But it was after reading one of her books that he like needed to read the Gospel of Mary Magdalene or something like that. Because she gets really into it and like about the really? Sophia or something. So something's going on there. And I've always really believed that music is a very powerful spiritual medium. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like, I'm like, something's going on here. I'm like, this is not just a concert. Because sometimes you go to like a concert where they very much tap into kind of like this flow of energy thing, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like witchy, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Like you go to like the Foo Fighters and they're definitely like tapped in. And it's like amazing. Also, R.I.P. Taylor Hopkins. Um, <laughs> but like there's different ones. It's kind of like when you go see Florence or you go see Stevie or I guess Tori, where you're mm-hmm. like something, something mystical is happening here. So right. I, I haven't been to a concert most. In a long, 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 long time. It's it's good. It's I'm still not used to being around that many people. Yeah. So it's a touch claustrophobic-y for me, but I always pick like an aisle seat. And that helps. Yeah, so you can run away. Yeah, exactly. Ready to run. I'll Ready to run. Yeah. yeah. I hear how you. are you well, feeling? How am I doing? I'm great. Yeah. You know, in in the first tail end of the first trimester. I think I'm I don't know what's going on because it's my first rodeo, but I feel like my energy is starting to slowly creep back up. I was able Mm -hmm. to do a five and a half mile hike in the mountains the other day without dying. Um, Nice. Or feeling like I was dead afterwards. I had a lot Mm -hmm. of energy, so things are going. I've just been taking it easy and really kind of chilling out. I've been listening to. Grading Sweetgrass on audiobook. I've read the book, mm. but audiobook, Robin Wall Kimmerer uh, narr- narrates her own book. Oh, really? And, yeah. And she's just great. And the last chapter I listened to was on motherhood. And I just really love her perspective. Um, she weaves in, because she's a botanist, she weaves in science and indigenous ways of knowing together. Mm. It's really cool. And she's just, She's just a rad person. Really like her. And then, um, yeah, while I was sitting on the couch this morning, though, I also got some mail. I love mail. Yes. And so does my dog. She she (laughs) loves to let me know that it's coming. (laughs) Um, I got a book from uh, Brittany the Birth Witch on Instagram. And it is their book, uh, Tarot for Pregnancy. Um, it is a companion for radical, magical birthing folks, and they sent it to me as a, a gift, and I'm going to crack into it here soon, but it looks like a really fascinating way to utilize the tarot through the the birthing portal. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to check it out. It's uh, Brittany Carmona Holt. I hope I'm saying their name right. Yeah, I'm really stoked to dive into it and and all that and because it's been you know I wasn't prepared for pregnancy I wasn't prepared to be catapulted into this whole other dimension so I'm kind of just like okay where what how do I orient myself spiritually through this time and so it's really great that a lot of people have been like suggesting things to me through social media or being like here's my book you know, and I'm just like, I'm really grateful for it because this is such a liminal, magical portal. And I'm just like, how do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's one of those things that I think it's it'll just unfold as you mm-hmm. go. I think, and that's my least favorite type of thing because I love to plan and, and have I love control to know. of exactly. <laughs> Also, I had to just look it up because somebody sent me this book. I had to go and get it. Um, Star Child by a woman named uh, Brianna Sousy. I want to say uh-huh. is her last name. S-A-U-S-S-Y. Um, it says, Joyful Parenting Through Astrology. <gasps> Wait, that's Miss Bree. Yes, I do believe yes. so. Okay, I know her. You know her? Th- yes, I know. I I took her... Gosh, I took one of her courses a really, really long time ago. Um, oh. But I know her as Miss Bree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I think in Texas. And she's this amazing witch. I didn't know she wrote a book. Yes, she sent it to me a while ago. I haven't I haven't actually read it yet, but I am looking very forward to it. It says on the back, help your child make the most of their unique gifts, challenges, and potentials with a guide to parenting by the stars. I love it. I thought that's interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. Right. So all the all the astro baby books and the tarot baby books and things. So I love it. My little one, you know, should everything work work out, they're going to be a Capricorn, I think. Nice. Nice. A little Capricorn baby. Yeah. So I'm really stoked on this uh, Capricorn energy. Yeah. So it'll be like Aries, Scorpio. That's my partner and Capricorn. (laughs) <laughs> like no big deal <laughs> y'all are just gonna be very balanced we're really it's gonna be a, a powerhouse of uh of who knows what y'all are gonna be a power family i like yeah. it <laughs> yeah all right, cool. mm-hmm. all right so what are we discussing today so we had so much fun with our plants that are not often thought of in magical use that we decided to continue our conversation because we only hit like a handful of plants because we talked about dandelion for like a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Which, by the way, I've been making use of dandelion uh, lately because I have been eating very, I've been craving very salty foods and I've been drinking Mm. dandelion leaf tea to reduce uh, swelling in my hands and in my feet. Really, and it's a good source of potassium. So non-magical, but, you know. Always helpful. And you're doing a tea with the leaves. You're not doing like a root infusion? No, it's just the leaves. It's the leaves that are most diuretic. Excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we're going to just kind of chat about plants again today. Who The plants that aren't really thought of. Very into Magic. it. We're also thinking about doing a different episode where it's like specifically the shit that's in your cupboard. So we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little bit more intensely. Um, right now we're a little broader than that, but we'll we'll have future episodes, of course, covering all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I do want to hit kind of first, just because I'm stoked about it and we didn't get to talk about it last time, um, is nettle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Yes. <laughs> yes nettle um super stoked on nettle because nettle like yes it's something that does come up every so often in this work especially kind of among your old school practitioners but mm-hmm. people don't understand the the intensity of nettle so what do you like to either work with nettle for or has there been like a 
special lesson that Nettle has taught you? Um, well, I really like to use it in magical cleansing mm-hmm. and jinx removal and reversals yes. and stuff. So it's like if you know somebody's working against you, Nettle is like there for you. Yes. For real. Um, and the cool thing about Nettle, too, is if you have somehow ingested a hex or a jinx, mm-hmm. you can drink nettle tea. Yes. You know, because like a lot of herbs that we use um, to remove a, a hex or a jinx or something is very, um, is usually topical. You mm-hmm. can drink nettle tea. It works, it can work from the inside out. So it's like you can bathe and ingest this plant um, because nettle is like supremely nourishing to the body. So that's how I have been using nettle in my spiritual practice is like usually um, I just include them in my spiritual cleansing routine, especially recently because um, due to pregnancy, I'm not using rue. Um, Yes. I'm not using mugwort or Mm -hmm. plants of that nature. Um, So nettle is super safe for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. And nettle I guess like the spiritual teachings of nettle. I don't know. They're just such a fierce plant. You know, because of the stingy nature. Mm-hmm. But there's like um a pleasure in the pain with nettle to me. Uh-huh. You know, like I don't know. I like they use it for um arthritis. Or mm-hmm. bust, busted joints or joints that are achy and stuff. You just take a bundle of a fresh nettle and you kind of whip that spot of the body to increase blood mm-hmm. flow and stuff. And it actually can help mm-hmm. reduce pain. Um, your mileage may vary. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, because, you know, it <laughs> might not work for everyone. But I personally love the way nettle stings. I really love the sensation of it. Um, mm-hmm. I know that might sound weird. Uh, when I was in herb school many, many, many years ago, uh, one of my herb school teachers was like, do not Google nettle fetish. <gasps> now, now everybody's running to their phone Googling nettle fetish. It's a thing where people <laughs> We are not liable for <laughs> what you find on the internet. What you see. <laughs> but people like to sting their genitals in other erogenous zones with nettle because it's 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 like a burning like tingling sensation it's great right it's not like super painful it's not like um like poison ivy or anything like that where it's like super itchy it's just kind of like mm-hmm. whoa whoa yeah <laughs> getting in there and then if you drink the tea it helps reduce mm-hmm. the sting mm-hmm. oh mhm See, I feel like there's such wisdom in nettle where it's like, yes, boundaries, but also if you approach me in the correct ways, I can actually help you. Um, Mm -hmm. But not if you just like come in here acting like a fool, just like, you know, trudging through shit or just grabbing at stuff, then like nettle's going to be like, um, no. But also if you approach correctly, if you come correct, nettle will help you. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, I, I think nettle teaches a lot about manners, to be honest, um, in a lot of ways. And I really like that because it's not something like blackberry. We're like, blackberry is also really good about um, like boundaries, mm-hmm. 
but also nettle's not going to help you with your arth- or not nettle uh, blackberry is not going to help you with your arthritis <laughs> if you stick your arm into a bush right. of it it's just gonna just claw the hell out of you um yeah. so i think nettle has kind of this dual personality that i really respect where it's kind of like hey if we you know what if you come nettle matches your energy mm-hmm. whereas like if you come at me super aggressively acting a fool yeah i'm gonna sting the hell out of you but also if you're you know you're polite and mindful then we can get along and i can teach you things mm-hmm. um i love too that you bring it up about because you're not using rue right now utilizing nettle and i mm-hmm. thought that that was something really important because kind of like how last time we were talking about this and we were talking about dandelion taking up so much of what we normally lean on mugwort for mm-hmm. nettle very much can be a safe alternative to rue because it is a very powerful hex-breaking plant. And that's normally what we would reach for rue for. Same thing with protection. Nettle's very protective. But mm-hmm. again, like you're saying, it's safe when you're pregnant. So our pregnant people out there, um, don't be handling rue. Don't be anywhere near rue. Don't be ingesting nope. rue. Yep. Um, it's not going to be a good day. But if you need something that is going to be safer, um, nettle is one um, that's going to be best. Especially like, you know, if you get it like already dried cut sifted mm-hmm. all that stuff like yeah it's gonna be better yeah so. yeah it makes a great tea i mean if you're into the flavor it's very uh uh green very green and um uh kind of oily like i always there's always a little mm-hmm. bit of oil on on top of the water um mm-hmm. but it's it's a delicious nourishing tea and i do believe um it's been a minute since i've done planetary correspondence with plants that nettle is ruled by mars so there's like that defensive because you think of the 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 needles mm-hmm. on the plant and stuff. It is quite defensive, so it can be used in defen- defensive work as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I like too. You're talking about like ingesting it, like to like also get rid of maybe some sort of hex that you have ingested as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I can't remember where I learned this, but there's something about if you have been poisoned ingesting the seeds of nettle will help undo it or something. I'm I'm certain oh. there's a lot more nuance to that and when mm-hmm. it will and will not work. Um, but I've been told something similar to that. Um, so that's interesting that kind of like magically speaking, but then also medically speaking, those things always line up at least a little bit. Right. Yeah. And you can um, buy nettle seed through uh, Oshala Farms, I believe. Ooh, they do carry yeah. nettle seed. And nettle, nettle seed is like extremely nutritive. Um, a lot of people get a lot of energy from uh, nettle seed. But the other thing, too, um, so I took a trip to northwestern Washington recently, and it is nettle land up there. They are, oh, yeah. They're everywhere. And they're and, like taller than me. They're tall. And you can you make textiles you can weave with the inner fibers of nettle and um that's really been like interesting me so i do know of some nettle stands on the west side that when they're fully mature and their seeds have dispersed etc i'm thinking about going out and getting a couple of stalks of nettle and uh, trying to see if i can't make some fibers yeah let me know how that goes Mm -hmm. that'd be neat yeah all right, all right. Which one do you want to talk about next? Um, how about sinkfoil? Did I say that? Do I? Am I saying that right? Sinkfoil. Sinkfoil. 
also known as our lovely friend Five Finger Grass. Yes. Yes. Loving it. Yeah, I love this plant Um, because, well, for me, it grows everywhere out here. Mm-hmm. Like it's just all over the place. Um, so um, five fever, five finger grass is used in uh, like luck magic or like dexterity magic where your hands and your body are like really being used um, mm. for a skill or something like that. It's also used in combination with like master root for uh, mm. gaining wisdom um, in a certain area of practice or a skill and I just feel like this plant gets looked over a lot. Um, in, it really in, does. Yeah. So, like, it grows, I think it grows pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah. It's, it's it, the leaves look like a hand. Mm-hmm. Or like a mini weed leaf. Um, a little bit, yeah. It was yeah. funny with that because there's like five <laughs> of them and they're kind of spindly. It looks, looks mm-hmm. like a little, little bit of a pot plant. And they've got beautiful yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I mean, and I think the tradition with five finger grass is to harvest around solstice or a new moon mm-hmm. on a on a Wednesday to Thursday. I think oh. I think that's one of the I just grab it whenever I see it because right. I, <laughs> right, folk of... magic when you need it, you need it. Right. Exactly. No, I, I love Cinquefoil, also known as five finger grass. Um, this is one that I am surprised how often like I bring this up and people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you're saying, excellent, excellent plant when it comes to luck magic. Um, always utilize it that way. Um, also, like you're talking about the dexterity, anything you're doing with your hands. And so those things can be combined as well. So people will use like an infusion of cinquefoil, like a tea. Um, as a hand wash before mm-hmm. they go like gambling or playing cards, which they you would utilize your hands for, or like you're talking about comboing it with like master root. I do that if I was learning like a skill that required um, like my hands. So like, like if I was learning to be a carpenter or something, I would combo the master root and the synchrofoil is like a hand wash and then mm-hmm. um, go out and learn could be useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or putting it in like a charm bag or yeah, something to that effect that you keep on your person while you are working on a specific skill or something like that. And I do know it's used also in gambling magic as well. Like if you yeah. if you're needing to keep an eye on those cards or the dice or something like that. Yeah, and you can always like rub it on your hands too mm-hmm. um, beforehand instead of, instead of doing the wash. Um, Another thing that Cinquefoil is actually really good at that a lot of people don't know about is um, is also a hex breaker. Really? Yeah. So it'll take off a lot of different hexes, especially those that are affecting your luck. Um, it will take those off, which is really helpful. It's a little bit like like lemon balm too is like good right. at breaking hexes, but like specifically kind of like relationship or like love issues. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely reach for five finger grass, y'all. It's it's one of my faves. Use it all the time. Put a little bit on a green candle. Put a little lucky symbol on it. Light that bitch up. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And I uh, keep an eye on it in um, your community or um, nature areas that you frequent. I find them where I live out here in the high desert. I find them often in um, 
like on lot like overgrown logging roads or mm, meadows mm-hmm. um not like super sensitive meadows like really like grassy areas where often cattle are at uh, the cattle really look over the sink foil so that's usually where i find it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice. yeah usually mm-hmm. growing next to the red clover and buttercups and things like that right and, dan- and-, and dandelion Especially looking for like the buttercups because the flowers look kind of similar to. They do. They do. So you, you might accidentally actually have a five finger grass. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, a buttercup um, uh, leaf is, um, I believe, like kind of three, not pronged, but uh, mm-hmm. wow. Um, there's a botanist out there listening to this who's like, <laughs> you've got it all wrong. Um, uh-huh. It's like low. It's just like little um, fingers. I don't know. Like, it's just like lumped, you know what I mean? And it's, it's like quite round where five mm-hmm. finger grass is like long little yeah. leaves. Yeah. Cause buttercups tends to stay closer to the ground, right? Pretty low, but they can also get spindly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas single foil is going to kind of reach up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all depends on your region where yeah. you're at, what species. Cause like, you know, like for example, the goldenrod that grows here is so different from the various goldenrods that grow in the Midwest. Yep. Like the Midwest has a ton of different goldenrod and we've got mm-hmm. like two or three, maybe I think. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah. So don't overlook the cinquefoil, also known as the five finger grass. Um, very, very helpful here. Mm-hmm. So who's next? Um, do you want to talk about bindweed real quick? So hence the name bindweed, it must be used in binding work. Yeah. Yes. A lot of the time. That's mm-hmm. what I use it for. And that's something that is really easy to find. You can go outside. Mm-hmm. You can usually find it, you know, growing out of your driveway or wherever. Um, so you can utilize it to either wrap up poppets, things like that. Um, or you can dry it and use it in oils. Something that I find interesting is that if you have at least the end of it, even if you just like pull it or like, or cut it and you just put the fresh end in some water it will stay alive for like a long time after that. Hmm. So say you have a poppet that needs bound up, you can wrap it in the bindweed and just make sure that the end of it is touching something moist and it will stay alive around that poppet for like a while. Oh, just throwing that out there. Not that I've done that before. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that's a, that's some, some bindweed action. I I love bindweeds flowers um, out so here. Pretty. They're gorgeous. And I had a ton of bindweed growing in my front yard and my overly helpful neighbor came over and when I wasn't looking, sprayed pesticide or I'm sorry, herbicide all over my yard. No. I know. <gasps> and oh, so I, mad. I caught him as he was walking away with his jug of spray. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, no knocking on my no. door no asking my dog eats the grass outside like she loves to nibble the grass as we're coming home from our walks and i'm just like you're poisoning my yard um <sighs> and so now where i had and and bindweed is a pest you know like yeah. um i hear that when you know once it takes root it can really ravage a garden like a wow. vegetable garden and stuff um yeah. but um it's still really beautiful 
and I still really appreciate it. And last year when it was growing in my yard, um, it was just a carpet of these gorgeous little trumpet flowers. And I really wanted to make flower essence with it um and stuff so flower essence is so easy to make i wonder what that essence would teach you right and i went and checked i i pulled a few sources around bindweed flower essence because like you could so easily make your own flower essence uh with Mm -hmm. bindweed because it grows everywhere um and um it seems to be like like when life is a horrid tangled mess and you feel constricted and just want to escape and it's for any time when there's like tightness or panic. Oh. And um that is from saskiasfloweressences.com. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I would worry it would make me needy, but also that's a base personality trait, so yeah yeah flower essences are really i mean you can flower essence like anything that has a flower and won't kill you and won't kill you yeah don't die y'all don't do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh interesting Mm -hmm. so where do you where do you want to go next um you know let's stay with this kind of binding sticky stuff and let's look at cleavers i was thinking that too Yes. So cleavers. Um, okay. I'm just going to run off on a tangent real quick. Black Forager. We all follow yes. Black Forager yes. on Instagram, right? If you don't, you've been living under a rock. Um, they did a, a reel recently on a cleaver coffee. Oh, oh, because it is caffeinated, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the seeds are caffeinated. So I they, saw went, that one. they went and gathered a bunch of cleaver seeds. And I learned this in uh, herb school. I just never tried it out. They're like, yeah, there's caffeine in the seeds. So they actually, and it was so cool to see because I've always wondered about it, but I've never seen anyone do it. They gathered seeds, roasted them, and made them into a coffee. And they said uh-huh. it tasted like very watered down instant coffee. Love that. Yeah. love it too anyway (laughs) so you can make a little a little zippy drink with some uh cleavers um but i like to um it's kind of that doctrine of signatures thing when Mm. you touch cleavers they stick to you and they stick to your clothes and they cleave to a person so i kind of like to think of it in use of um maybe some coercive love magic Mm mm-hmm you know, a little, little stuck on you. A little stuck. You want mm-hmm. someone to kind of be clingy. Maybe you can, need you a little more. You can pull a little, little, we call it catchweed all the times. Mm-hmm. You can pull it and name it after your sweetie and then stick it to you all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was reading before we got on the, um, on the air here. Um, I was looking at Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. And I must say, sir... I disagree with what you have to say about cleavers and the correspondences. They said it's a feminine herb, mm-hmm. yet ruled by Saturn, mm-hmm. and the element is fire. And I just, that just doesn't line up for me, personally. Yes, it like, I can sort of see it, but not as much as I can see it the other direction way more. It's like, I guess the aggressive nature of the grabbing and mm-hmm. the um, the caffeination kind of maybe leans itself towards element fire. But I agree with what you were saying earlier about 
how you feel it is. I feel like it's a a very Venetian plant. Like it's watery. It medicinally, it works on the waters of the body, like the lymphatic system Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, and can help with urinary situations. So I just think of like the water and the water of the body to me is very like lunar and indoor, um, Venetian to me. Mm -hmm. That's just me. I agree. And it's so weird too, that this plant I'm sitting here thinking you're talking about kind of like, cause it's a little bit like dandelion in that way that it, it will help move fluid, especially like stuck fluid, like mm-hmm. through the body. And yet it's so grabby. I, I feel like this plant has so much to teach us about like attachment of not only like letting go of what we're holding on to, but also when to hold on, like, you know, both mm-hmm. directions, such an interesting little plant. I know. Ooh, you can get into some attachment theory. Do you know what what your attachment style is? No, but I mean, it's just like batshit crazy, one of them or something. (laughs) Probably. Maybe disorganized. There's like uh, (laughs) anxious avoidant. Avoidant. Mm -hmm. um, Anxious or like disorganized. And I, I, it depends on the situation, but I'm definitely like a disorganized attached person. So maybe cleavers could really help me understand about my attachments to other people yeah i like that i like Mm -hmm. that and i like how kind of like the medicinal too kind of also leads into the spiritual like we've been talking about Mm -hmm. and like so i I know we have chickweed here on our list as well so i do want to bring that one up really quick because similar ideas as far as like kind of like water movement with the body like chickweed and cleavers are both very cooling to the body which is like they're also tend to be kind of that way energetically as well so if you have an area that's energetically very hot and you need to cool it, um, mm-hmm. working with like chickweed or cleaver infusions is wonderful. Um, also, chickweed has this amazing capacity, similar to cleavers, kind of like moving like stuck fluid, um, has this great capacity to dissolve blockages in the body wherever they are. So like, if you have things like kidney stones or whatever, like chickweed will help dissolve them. Same things with like stubborn fat deposits. Like chickweed is like really good at like helping to dissolve those. So like, I'm really curious about utilizing chickweed for something like long ongoing road opener work on like a really stubborn life blockage. Mm. Um, And it's so funny because she's such a little lady, like chickweed's just this very like, you find her in the shade and she's very sweet. And then like, but also has this very powerful ability to dissolve those blockages. So I'd be very curious about working with her in like um, road opening. Right. Yeah. That's really fascinating. I've never really thought about chickweed in that way. I always just think of chickweed mostly in the aspect that they're one of those early spring greens that we reach for after Mm -hmm. a long, boring, um, hibernating winter where we've just been eating potatoes and butter (laughs) exactly (laughs) i always associate with chickweed with the tarot card the star oh really yeah because they have they have little star flowers they do and like you're saying they're kind of some of the first ones that show up in early spring Mm -hmm. um very gentle but also very hopeful um has a lot to say so yeah Yeah, I love that. And I did kind of want to circle back to something you said about uh, cleavers is that you were talking about heat and the cooling nature. That's one of the things that I love to do with cleavers in the spring is um, I don't know 
I don't know exactly what it is, but sometimes I'll just feel like I have um, like heat trapped under my skin yes. and I feel stagnant. Usually it's like at the tail end of, win- of winter, you know, as we're emerging into spring and uh, an infusion. And the way I like to infuse my cleavers is mm-hmm. I get a magic bullet blender mm-hmm. and just do cleavers and water, blend it up and let it mm-hmm. sit for like an hour and then I strain it and drink it and it tastes like cucumber water. It's delicious. And it Ooh. really removes that heat from under the skin and stuff. It really like refreshes the whole body. Yeah. I mm. love that. Cause I'm one of those people too, that I am constantly overheated. Mm. Just like constantly. And so it's like, I, anything that will help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, where do you want to go next? We have so many wonderful ones here. We we're just really, kind of picking off this list here. Yeah, we're just going at random. Okay, how about we um, check out Peppermint? Peppermint. I love me some Peppermint. Yeah. I mean, I love, I mean, it's very refreshing, very uplifting. But how do you use Peppermint in your, because it's very a very accessible herb. It really is. So anyone who has ever made the mistake of planting mint in their garden. Right. It's one of those ones where you plant it in the backyard in spring, and by the end of summer, it's also in your front yard. It just goes like crazy. So if you're going to plant mint of any sort, please put it in a pot. You will thank me later. Um, But it has some wonderful qualities. I love it as a cleansing plant, um, Mm -hmm. just because, number one, it's so abundant that I don't feel bad cutting big, like, handfuls of it from the yard and then using it in something that we call a barida, which is like a sweep. So it's a very fragrant, very cleansing plant that you can sweep somebody from head to toe to cleanse them of nasty energy. It's also one that I love for prosperity work. So like a dried mint leaf um, carried in the wallet or placed in like a money bowl or something like that. Super, super helpful for that. Um, Also, I do kind of like to utilize it for... um, protection and that's not something that people utilize it for a whole lot very frequently um but i find it to be it's so um uplifting it's so clarifying kind of like um camphor or eucalyptus it has kind of a very similar vibe to it in in scent um so i like to use it as like a repellent for negativity and also you can use like peppermint or mint oil um as something that's going to um keep away like pests like insects things like mm-hmm. that from your home um so i like to kind of utilize it maybe sometimes in warning if you have it um it's very versatile it is and there's so many different varieties of mint because mint comes uh, for, with a huge fa- they're a huge family so mints yes. if you take a look at the stem of mint it's a square stem mm-hmm. so if you look at lemon balm if you look at catnip um, if you look at spearmint or a peppermint, they've all got square stems. Um, mm. so you can kind of like, they all have a, a connection there. Um, though we do use a lemon balm, like, you know, for very different things in a magical practice, but, um, with peppermint, I really love to use it in a purification. I actually use it along with nettle, um, Ooh. in a purification bath. Yeah. Mm. It's just really like, Really, I feel like it's like a deep cleanser. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a deep clean really gets in there. And if you make a tea with peppermint and you are doing spiritual bathing with it, it does 
leave you feeling pretty refreshed. It's like that Dr. Bronner's peppermint. Right. You got to be careful where you put it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> be a little, just, oh, just this, the essence of winter, where winter is not supposed to be essence. Where winter is not supposed to be. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I have not thought of that. But yes, I, I bet that would be a thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. And I like, too, the pairing it with nettle, because nettle is powerful, but also it tends to be very heavy, too. Like, it creates this very heavy, It's got a beefy. Yeah, it's a very hearty kind of energy. And so especially if you're trying to like, like, um, I would do those like back to back. So like if you do like, um, like a rinse over yourself with the nettle to like break whatever it is, and then like another rinse over yourself with like the mint to then uplift whatever's like, it's like not so it's not only broken, but then lift it off of you. Like, that'd be a good like one, two punch, I feel. Yeah, love me some peppermint. And again, it's one of those plants that you can ingest very safely um if you are having uh if you feel that you may have been hexed via food or um you know somebody snuck something into your your meal um nettle mm-hmm. peppermint tea really good really okay. good yeah because not not everyone can handle nettle alone but peppermint really kind of like makes it nettle a little bit easier i don't know i'm an herbalist i will literally take any medicine doesn't matter to me what it tastes like i'll I'll just take it straight you know and be like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) as an herbalist you 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 learn to love the gross because the grosser something is the better it is for you i swear yeah (laughs) like i love it yeah so who else here we've got a few minutes left on the show um i did want to real quick because i was really in, in the research for this episode um plantain apparently in the car protects your car from evil spirits i just I thought that was super plantain. cool yes plantain's amazing and anyone who has been following me on instagram like since the beginning knows that i have this deep love of plantain because there was this this, like whole summer where it was just nothing but pictures of plantain on my instagram Mm -hmm. because i love it so much it's so easy to find it's everywhere and it's so useful it really is um Mm -hmm. so if you're out at the at the the local graveyard sneaking around doing some work and you don't want to get followed and you're like getting back into your car you can have a little plantain with you have a little plantain. Yeah. Make sure them them boogies stay away. And, you know, I mean, medicinally, um, great for pulling out splinters and stuff stuck in the skin. I mean, yes. really, it is. I had a friend who had a an abscessed tooth and I like went outside to the corner of the street, found some plantain growing in a really sketchy spot. And I, they were in dire straits. I was just like, this mm. is what's going to help. They chewed it up and it drained. It was gross, but it like worked. Love that. Love Mm -hmm. that. I'd done that before where like I'll be, luckily I was in a place where I I felt okay doing this, but I was um, out in kind of this country area and I stepped on a bee (gasps) and it was one of like the black ones that just have the stinger of death and i'm like i've been hit um and luckily there was like literally a plantain plant right there so that's what i did is i i chewed a leaf and then just stuck it on the the sting and instantaneous relief Mm -hmm. less plantain um 
I also made a face oil with plantain that was wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah, just a little avocado oil infused with some plantain. Put it on yeah. your face. They keep a jar of it dried. Because, um, mm. like, weirdly enough, it doesn't really... It only grows in, like, really bad areas out here where I'm not comfortable harvesting. Mm-hmm. So when I was at this, like, really great property with, like, really clean soil and stuff, I gathered as much as I could and I dried it. And it's still great and holds up mm-hmm. really well for a while dried. And if you do have a splinter or something stuck in your skin or you just need a little healing something, um, you can still chew it up dried and spit it right there on your skin and it takes care of everything. Brilliant. Love it. And it'll keep away the evil spirits from your car. Yeah, absolutely. Which we all need. Mm-hmm. We all need. Um, there is one on here that I'm like, oh, I see this plant listed every so often. I have no idea what the fuck to do with it. Um, borage. <gasps> borage for courage. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I love that borage for courage. I know. I've been seeing um. Well, I learned about borage in herb school and learned about the courage aspect of borage and the edibility of it and stuff. But I've seen it. I don't know. I swear to God, plants know how to hijack the algorithm and get into the. They do. I think they their intelligence knows and gets they into do. the ether and like starts talking to us. Because for me, it's been borage and roses. Oh, yeah. I, I like that combo, though, because doesn't borage have like really pretty blue flowers? They do. And they're edible. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, they're totally edible. And yeah, so borage is used when you need some courage. Um, mm. So if you're and I think coupled with yarrow, because yarrow is also used in situations where you need some courage. So if mm. you're just feeling, you know, a little shaky little not sure of yourself in a situation maybe you need to give a talk or your presentation or you're hosting a zoom class for the first time um a little borage and some yarrow together or a little borage flower essence even you know yeah mm-hmm. interesting see that's what i need to do is i need to find some yarrow somewhere around here because it does grow like crazy but like i always miss it for some reason mm-hmm. i need it this year yeah Yarrow's great. Love them. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. See, I'm learning shit too. And I love that about this podcast as I get to learn as we go. Yes. All right. We have probably time for maybe like two more. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on thistle. Thistle. I love thistle. Mm-hmm. Thistle is a BFF. Um, we're both misunderstood and yet beautiful <laughs> in our own ways. Um, I love thistle because thistle has this wonderful energy. It's very similar kind of like what we were talking about with nettle as far as like boundaries are concerned, but also at the same time, if you know how to approach them, they'll be very helpful and like mm-hmm. same. Um, so thistle is actually um, a lot of times people will lean on blessed thistle specifically for this, but I have found that pretty much all thistle is excellent at hex breaking. Um, and they're also really powerful protectors um, that I think a lot of times people overlook them in mm-hmm. that realm simply because no one like wants thistle in their yard and like it's hard to get rid of. And so people have like all these negative feelings about thistle, but um, utilizing it for hex breaking. Excellent. Excellent. Love doing that. Um, and then protection work. Um, there's something called, and you don't hear people talk about it much. There's something called a witch's foot. Um which is a protection charm, 
where you basically make this ball of pointy, spiky stuff. And often people will kind of start with like a, a thistle head mm-hmm. and then wrap like, um, either like barbed wire or like brambles, like, um, like a, like a young, thin blackberry that's still pointy, but still like, uh, pliable. You can like wrap that around it until you have just like this super pointy ass ball. Um, and then you hide that somewhere near kind of the front of the home. And the idea being that its presence there is supposed to like, it's the idea that like, if you would step on it, it would be like a really bad day for you. Um, but it kind of like permeates that energy in general. So like people or things that are like on your property that aren't supposed to kind of like have that feeling of kind of being like, Ooh, Ooh, like not supposed to be here. Like, or like, Ouchie. I got to get out. Like, it's like almost like a little hot footy, but like, instead of like mm-hmm. getting someone to move, but just like get somebody to go away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like to create that sort of like, Ooh, like something's going to go wrong. If I, if I go in here kind of energy. Um, so I, I very much like to use thistle for things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Similarly to um, just to riff off of that, these plants that have this wonderful ability to kind of keep away meddling people um, that's also what I utilize oregano for most is to keep away just meddling people mm-hmm. too. So you can kind of do both. So if you don't want to work with thistle, you could work with oregano instead. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Thistle grows um, both native and invasive uh, or non-native out here in Eastern Oregon. And I have found some thistles that are taller than me and I'm five, nine, like yeah. some big plants. Um, and uh it's also like the uh, flower of Scotland. Oh. So if you're Scottish, you've got an ancestral link to thistle. I love that. Yeah. I remember being out in the sagebrush in this like uh, in this draw where there was some water and there was like thistles everywhere. Mm. And I was like mesmerized by them. They're very spiky. And the only yeah. thing that I really know about thistle magically is that if you clip them and put them in a vase near the front of your door or your house, they do act as protection. They kind of, like, mm. like you were saying with oregano, they keep yeah. away like Snoopy bitches. Love that. Nobody likes a Snoopy bitch. No. I keep them away. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And they're beautiful. Really? Like they're, and uh, there's these gorgeous little um, like emerald bees. These little mm. emerald bees that just love them, love the flowers. And uh, I, I was just like lost in the sagebrush, staring at thistle flowers, watching these bees just like go crazy. <laughs> I was like, where am I? Nature is just. Uh... Nature is naturing. Oh, brilliant. OK, we have time for just one more. Do you want to hit hot chili peppers real Let's quick? Let's do, do it. One? Mm-hmm. Hot chilies, hot peppers. Love them. Love them all. They do have their unique properties individually. Um, but I love utilizing hot chili peppers for really sturdy, either protection work. Um, and I like using them for protection work because similarly to like thistle, um, it's bitey. It's -hmm. not just like I've created this sturdy wall that you can't penetrate. It's like, fuck around and find out. Um, yeah, you'll sting a little bit. Yeah. You're going to not come away from that happy and i don't want people to come away from testing my protections happy um (laughs) let me tell you um also excellent for cleansing 
Um, but it's a really, really powerful, very aggressive cleansing. So I wouldn't utilize it a lot. Um, you can utilize it for like fumigation. So like if you um, put a little bit, and I'm telling you a little bit less than you think you need, and then even less than that onto a hot, a hot charcoal with a resin like um, like frankincense, that will cleanse anything in your home out of there immediately um including you (laughs) really because like when you cook with hot peppers yeah i mean it like makes you run out of the kitchen in tears and you're coughing yeah so utilize very little i made the mistake once of just being like whatever i can handle it and just like dropping like a whole ass like dried cayenne chili pepper onto a charcoal oh my Um, god four hours later i was able to go back into that room Oh, wow. She was very clean. I bet. Yeah. Um, I was told once by a worker to create a string of of hot chili peppers Mm -hmm. and hang it hang it by my doorway, which you do see a lot of. Yep. Are chili peppers hanging in people's doorways um, Mm -hmm. or garlands of them for protection? Kind of like a a garlic braid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to do kind of like both peppers and garlic and Mm -hmm. like a big like a strand of red thread connecting them all together mm-hmm. super protective um both the hot red peppers and garlic are sacred to saint michael and both known as very powerful protectors and exercisers of all kinds of evil things so mm-hmm. um keeping those around is very powerful protection so highly recommend yeah love it all righty y'all we actually hit almost every plant on our list. We didn't get to some we trees. Did it. And that's it. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about trees another time in Magical maybe. Practice. We'll do a whole episode on trees. It'll be great. It'll be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys. So remember to read up and not poison yourself with any of these plants. Um, remember, we are not doctors. So don't just willy nilly be taking us as medical advice. But we do like talking about the medical to magical pipeline mm-hmm. which we love here um remember to love your weed friends that are out there your dandelions your bindweeds, all them and most importantly remember do witchcraft do it support for this podcast comes from our listeners if you would like to support invoking witchcraft with a one-time donation please go to invokingwitchcraft.com backslash donate. Or if you'd like to become a premium listener, join the coven at invokingwitchcraft.com backslash coven. There you'll get access to our exclusive Facebook group for discussion and connection, as well as access to occasional workshops. We hope to see you there.